Hi, it's Pete Price, and my guest this week on my podcast is the Royal Butler Grant. This man loves the royal family. It is the Jubilee year. He has a lot to say. He's a fascinating man, and he still lives on a royal estate. Have a listen to Grant, the Royal Butler. Right now, we're going to speak to a young man who I had the pleasure of bumping into and finally meeting, which was great. Grant is the Royal Butler. Hello, Grant. Good evening, sir. I love I love the young man part. Please keep saying that. <laughs> it's the easiest way. It's the easiest way. It was great to see you and bump into you at even though it was um, ridiculous hour of the morning at mm. GB News. It, it was. It, it was just so strange when I saw you walk in because, it, as you remember that morning, we were both there quite early, mm-hmm. and just uh, you don't expect to see somebody that you you recognise. I think the minute you walked in, I was sitting with my friend saying. I'm sure that's Pete. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, it was great to meet you. You are doing so much television and radio. Every time one of the Royals does anything, you're there. I mean, yeah. you, have you had any sleep since Andrew's been playing all his games? Not, not, not much. I, I feel I should be the new spokesperson for, the, for, the, for, <laughs> for him and, he, and the rest of the family, but it has been really crazy. In fact, I said to somebody the other day, I don't even know how many documentaries and programmes I've actually filmed now because there seems mm. to be so many, and People keep phoning me up saying, oh, we watched you in this programme or we saw you in this thing last night. And, I'm, and I've no idea what I've done anymore. I, I, it's just gone, it's gone silly. And I think I said to you, save my social media as well. Mm-hmm. You know, it's been really interesting seeing this whole entire new audience, this younger audience on, dare I say, TikTok. Yeah, no, no, absolutely. <laughs> well, I'm on TikTok and I got a ridiculous amount of uh, um, hits on one video. And you think, why have they done that? Exactly. What is that? I mean, you were telling me about one. You got a million plus or something. Well, it's, it's, it's now 6.1 million in one video. <laughs> and and but, but on saying that, Pete, I put a video up today and it's had 200 views. And that's what I don't um, get. But I think the bit I'm quite happy about is the fall went from to it's just over 70,000 yeah. now. Yeah. But I still don't understand it. Grant, give us a little bit, uh, a taste of your history. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, well, uh, the biggest thing, I suppose, is my, I had this ambition to work for the Royal Family when I was about 13, 14 years old. And within about 10 years, I had kind of made that reality. But before working for the Royal Family, I worked for the, the Dukes of Bedford over at Woburn Abbey for the late Duke of Bedford and now his son, the, the president, the 15th Duke of Bedford. And um, and then before that, I worked in Scotland at another private house for about two years. But throughout those jobs, my ambition was one day to... Well, it sounds ridiculous. It wasn't just to work for the Queen. I wanted to dance with the Queen. That was my my crazy ambition. And uh, by the time I got to the age of 24, 25, 26, around about that point was when I actually started um, working for the, for the family. And soon after got to, invited to Memorial Castle and, and got to dance with the Queen. And did you tell her that you'd um, wanted to do this? <laughs> I Yes, I did. But what was even funnier was when, just after I got the job, because obviously the, the job was, I was employed by the Prince of Wales, and just after I got the job with the Prince and the, 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 the well, Mrs. Packer Bowles, as she was then, um, we were in Scotland a few months later and I remember, because before I worked for the, for the Prince, when I was at Woman Abbey, there was a TV series, I don't know if you remember it, Pete, called Country House. I mean, it used to be on Friday nights on BBC Two, and it was all about Woman Abbey. And the, it's one of these reality yeah, yeah. shows, which now there's millions of them. And 
when I signed working from I was always worried that that would go against me because you know they don't like butlers that been in the media and that kind of thing. And I remember, as I say, we're in Scotland, and the the Duchess was to print something some of the guests, and she turned around and she, out the blue. She suddenly said, "Oh, this is the television butler." <laughs> and I'm thinking, "Oh my god!" <laughs> and I just looked at her and I thought, "Did she mean countries?" And the next thing she said, "He's the kid off because this is many years ago. Uh, this is the kid off of." Um, country house she said this is the butler and i couldn't believe it no. i thought this is this is even this is getting even crazier so i don't know if the queen watched i never i never plucked up the courage to ask her tell me grant with, with the royals and and also being in in service do people just like a reality show forget that you're there and speak whatever they want to speak about they and we do you you kind of if you if you're around them all the time you do kind of forget a little bit about who they are. And it's a funny question, Pete, because not many people have asked me that, but you are right, because after the first year, I remember the first year wanting to pinch myself. Every time I met yeah. another member of the family or if I was spending time with William and Kate or, or something, and I used to think, this is extraordinary. You know, how, how lucky am I get to get to do these kind of things or dance with the Queen or going to an event with Prince Charles. And then... And, then, and there was also occasions where sometimes I would, you know, after that year, it would become normal. I wouldn't think anything yeah. unusual about it. But I remember one. I remember one occasion when I had got used to it. Well, I thought I was used to it. I was at Clarence House and I was looking out of my bedroom window, looked down to the mall, and there was a procession, and it was the Prince um, Prince Charles and Dutch Common and a few others on on some sort. Of, I can't remember what it was. But it was some procession, and I remember looking out, thinking, "Wow, I actually work for these people." <laughs> Yeah, interesting. You know, so, so there was a, there was a few times I, I I still couldn't believe it. Do you get because you know I've been in the industry for fifty years working mm. with show business people, so I hear all the lies. Did you get when you were working for them angry when you read some of the stories in the papers, knowing that they can't and won't respond, and it's a blatant pack of lies? Do you know what was really difficult, Pete? Was if I was, especially with the younger, with William and Harry, if I was with them, which nine times out of ten I was, if I was with them, and say that the story had broke, and in the morning it'd be all over the papers, all over the news, mm -hmm. and because I, I was with them, I knew, say they were saying they'd done something the previous yeah. day or something wrong, mm -hmm. I knew it wasn't true because I was with them. You know, and and that's and and they were so good about it because I used to get so angry and wanted to kind of yeah. you you want to say something or phone somebody up and say that's just not fair um, because as you know in the media you, you learn very quickly life isn't fair you know you can't do that kind of thing but what was very good about them is they just didn't really take any you know it it, it just kind of went over the head more or less you know they, they they were aware of what was happening and what was being said yeah. but from a very young age I think they had worked out that the best way to deal with it is to is to let it go yeah it's interesting because I learnt about it many many years ago a friend of mine I won't mention their names but two, uh, somebody I knew who knew these very 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 famous Hollywood couple and mm. um, my friend was staying with them and um, she came, she went out to get a pint of milk or something like that came back with the papers and said according to this you two are divorced Um <laughs> And, and the two of them were very much in love. And then I realised about the word fake news before Donald mm. Trump ever invented him. So yeah. it, it must be frustrating as somebody, because I know that an awful lot of the staff that work for the Royals actually do care for them very much, don't they? They do, and, and they, get, they do get quite 
protective yeah. of them. And, it's, and I can understand because, you know, when you join and, and you, you're aware that there's certain um, people in the household that are very protective of them, and initially you just think, oh, they're, they're just doing it because they feel they have to be. But they do become protective, and I understand that because more so... Not so much Prince Charles, because there's obviously quite a big team around him and he's quite well protected, but back in the day yeah. with Prince William and Harry, it was quite different. And, you know, if anyone ever attacked them, or even if it was a, a family member or a friend or somebody, I, it used to frustrate me. So I thought, well, you don't actually know them, or yeah. you've read something that's not right. And that's why, with what I do today in the media, you know, I know I joked earlier on about sports testing and stuff, which obviously I can't do, but what I do like doing is being able to kind of promote them now yeah. that I'm no longer yeah, there, yeah. but I'm obviously aware of what it's like. Yeah. I'm quite happy to kind of be on, go on shows or programmes or whatever and try to support them and promote them and say to people, you know, they are, they are a great family. I mean, they're not perfect. Nobody's perfect. But at the end of the day, they are a great family and they do the best of the, the you know they do a really good job to the yeah. best of their ability which sometimes be really difficult if you've just joined us i'm talking to grant who is the royal butler and you can find him all over social media is amazing now talking about perfect andrew must have sent the most horrendous shock waves round mm. the whole not just the royal family everybody in england of mm. the, the, the society set do you know what's interesting? I, I've been kind of saying to people again on um, social media, again on the TikTok, because obviously you can have debates with people on you, you can join and get people talking. And when all that was going on, I was asking people what, if they thought, you know, what, what was the feeling? Did they feel it damaged the monarchy? Do they think he was, you know, did, did, they, did they think he was guilty? So obviously after the whole period thing. And the, the, the anger, the hatred and everything, towards him was amazing. I mean, this is people around the world. But the other thing that was really interesting was how protective they all were of the Queen. And and that's the one thing I don't understand. I, and I've said this to many people, is that if he realised he had made a mistake, and, and it's obviously difficult to understand exactly what all happened, but but he did say he was going to work with the right people, you know, he was going to support, make sure he got to the bottom of what was going on. And I thought if he'd just done that, if he had made a genuine mistake, then... Okay, fine. He's made a mistake, but don't try to cover up, and and that's yeah. why this has become so bad, and it's so embarrassing to the family and to the poor old queen. Did you squirm at the interview he gave? <laughs> yes, yes. I initially didn't watch it, then I had to comment on it a couple of days later. Thought, right, I better watch it, and I just sat there thinking, I can't believe. I, I was thinking, who's who's sanctioned it? Who said yeah. this is a good idea? And why, why would he want to do it? And I've, I knew him, you know, I've, I've met him, I've looked after him, I, hand on heart, I'm not just an SP, I never had a problem with him, he was, I mean, I say weirdly, because I've heard the other stories, um, you know, he, he was very polite to me, he was very nice, um, no issue with him at all, so it's also, it is quite difficult when you hear the kind of stories about what he can be like, but also when you watch that interview, and I was just thinking, but why, why would you say or do these kind of things? It's just, so yeah. embarrassing. Yeah, it's incredible. Charles and Camilla have turned mm. it around, haven't they, with the public? They have. They have. I think the, the, the tricky part recently has been, as you know, the Queen talking about um, Camilla becoming Queen Consort. And yeah. but, but the interesting thing is, Pete, and there's quite a few people in the industry that know this, that's not anything new because 
it would have ch- taken an act of parliament to have changed that. And even though initially they said she would be princess consort, I think they were just trying to gauge on what public opinion was. And I think it's safe to say that, um, you know, I know there's people that still maybe don't like her as a person, but they do like the work that she's done. And I think this is why the steps being made. You know, the yeah. Queen's obviously now spoken out and said that she will be queen consort, which is which I think is fantastic. So I think she will make a good queen consort. She's a great support to him. You know, really good yeah. support. And she seems to do an awful lot of charity work. She does. This is what people don't see. They don't see what goes on behind the scenes. And that's, that's the interesting part is how hard they do work. You know, that's the, that's the bit I wish. I wish they would do another documentary. I wish they would do a, I know it's letting them into their lives again, but I wish they would just so people could see exactly, but not, not even staged, like, like one of these, that's, shouldn't say a big brother, but something that would just give people an insight just to see how hard they work and how late they work and what goes on that we don't get to see. Yeah. Now, the Queen's Jubilee, um, mm. she's looking a little bit fragile, but still very stoic. Mm. Very stoic. Yeah, I think I think there's a bit of concern, isn't there? Because I think there's, without any question, there's always a mobile issue, mobility yeah. issue. Yeah. And it's funny enough, because I saw in the press today, or a few journalists have always been saying that, um, you know, this is obviously the reason why she's not going to be attending the Commonwealth Service tomorrow, because obviously she would have had to have walked down um, to the front, and it's been commented, I don't know how true this is, Pete, but that yeah. possibly there may have been a wheelchair offered yeah. so that she could get there. Um, but the Queen, and you've, I'm sure you've met her Pete, many occasions, but as you know, she's not somebody that wants to, she, at the moment she doesn't see herself as old. So she'll be thinking, even if she has got a bit of a mobility issue just now, she won't want people to be aware of that, because I think in her mind, she, whatever it is, yeah, yeah. she's going to sort it out. And more importantly, we've got the Jubilee coming up, what is it, I think the 2nd to the 5th of June. Mm. So she wants to make sure that she's ready for that and and in good health so I, I just think i think part of it is being cautious and the other part is she's just been you know she's just yeah. been careful the other thing uh there's the memorial for the duke yes the 29th i think it's the 29th of march mm-hmm. which she's supposed to attend um but i think at the moment they well, they said she'll attend but again nothing's been said recently so yeah. it's going to be I, I think that'll be a tricky one because as obviously as his wife, I'm sure she'll want to be there, but we'll have to see what happens at, at the time. Um, it's just, it's just, it's just sad because I think whatever's going on at the moment, I, I think they have made it clear there's nothing serious, but there is obviously some sort of mobility thing, and I think that's something yeah. that they're, they're wanting to try to work out how to go forward, especially with so many things going on this year. And when did you give up bottling, as in? Um, for the Royals, because I know we'll talk now about what you're doing now, but yeah. when did you give up bottling? Do you know, I couldn't believe it. The other day, uh, somebody asked me the same question. I said, oh, I said, sure, it was only a few years ago. It was 11 years ago. Wow. 11 <laughs> years ago. But see, the thing for me is I still, I'm very lucky. I still live in, on a Royal Estate. I still get invited to different Royal events and parties and well, not obviously since before COVID, I should quickly ask, but, yeah, you know, I've always yeah. been invited to all the different things. So you went and, at number 10? I was, I was not. I was not. At, I was not at number ten. Unfortunately, I'm, I can say I've not had any invites to number ten in the, the last couple of years. Um, no, that was quite. You know, I actually, without naming names, I actually know somebody quite close to the the prime minister. And I did actually have a little. I shouldn't. I even had a little joke about that as well with them, where um, I was with them in my local one of my superstores, and I remember saying, "Do you need to buy any alcohol?" <laughs> <laughs> Thankfully, they found it funny. 
So you live on a royal estate. Won't ask mm. where, but you live on a royal estate. I do. I've lived, I've lived there. Do you know it's 19 years? 19 wow. years now. So that's what's quite nice. But that's a bit confusing me, Pete, because I've still... My, because obviously because of my work, I work with Prince Charles' cousin, Princess Katerina, up in London. So because of all that, it, it feels like the job's just... It's kind of changed from me serving mm. meals and dinners to just teaching people how to behave around them and, and what to do. And, and again, what I feel really lucky about is my clientele. You know, I've got, obviously, um, just the, the kind of normal clientele, but I've also got, uh, I've got royals, I've got celebrities, I've got VIPs, and it always makes me smile when I get a phone call, an email from, from one of them, because they've been invited to something, and there's a panic of what to wear, what to say, what to do, what not to do. You know, these kind of things, which is um, which, which makes my job even more interesting. So you're saying then now you uh, get paid for giving advice and teaching yeah. about being a bottler? Yes, yeah, so it's, it's, it's training butlers. I train them at Blenheim Palace. So I train butlers over there. We used to do it three times a year, but at the moment um, we're going to do one course this year just to see how it goes since COVID. Um, and then the ethic classes, well, I literally travel the, the world teaching the ethic classes. I mean, yeah. normally they're in London, um, but I have gone as far as Australia to, to do them. And then the, the, other, the other part, obviously, is the media part, which um, kind of covers all of that. So sometimes for media, I do things connected with Butler, Butler and sometimes Royal stuff. Um, and then the Royal Butler, the, the Canarius part of it, is where I'll have a production company say, we need, a, we need the Royal Butler to come along and um, solve this crisis or to fix this out and you end up seeing me do the most extraordinary I think I've done everything from teaching Miss Holland which was a comedy sketch we used to three to Celebrity Come Down With Me with Debbie McGee so I get called to do the most weirdest jobs. Absolutely. If it, Debbie McGee, yeah. If it was Debbie McGee, absolutely. Listen, we haven't got long left, but I've got to ask, have you watched this new uh, sort of fly-on-the-wall documentary about the uh, the aristocracy? Um, um, uh, 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 some real characters. There's a Russian princess. No, I, I think I know who you mean. Is it Princess um, uh, Romanov? It's a Romanov, isn't it? Uh, yes. And I also, exactly yeah, and also uh, one of the um, Mountbatten's who is gay and married to a guy. I, yes, I know exactly who that. I don't know the name, but I know exactly who you're talking about. Cause I remember the way right. Was well, there's a ago. show on, and, and I think it's hysterical. I am absolutely hooked on it. I've forgotten what the damn thing's called. But the princess, up, I've got to find out. I, I must meet this princess. She's hysterical. She was washing she, floors she, the other day because a cleaner had let her down. And she, she swears like a trooper. Do you know, I know, I know who she is because she follows me on one of my social media platforms and she's related to the princess that I work with. And, uh, and she is, she is, if it's the same lady, she's descended from um, the Russian the, prince. The Russian yeah, royal family. Yeah, I mean, yeah. she's like a great, great Yeah, she is indeed. And she has people around the house and she does the tour herself. That's and it, she's the it. campest woman I've ever that's seen her. on telly. Princess, I want to say it's Princess Alexandra or something. Something, something like that. that. I just know yeah, she's um, a princess. <laughs> Grant, I could talk to you forever. It was Likewise. great to see you. Great to meet you finally. And I know, after all these years. Let's let's talk again sometime. How can Definitely. people find you on social media? Uh, uh, the Royal Butler. I mean, if you look up the Royal Butler, I'm, I'm verified. I'm even verified on TikTok now. So 
you can find me on any of those platforms. But at the moment, the TikTok's the one that seems people enjoy because I give lots of advice and behind-the-scenes stuff on there just now. So, um, Do you know what, ladies yeah. and gentlemen, he loves talking about TikTok. That's <laughs> all he talks about now is TikTok. Grant, <laughs> the Royal Butler, thank you for joining me. Take care, thank you. And if you enjoyed that, subscribe. Why not? It's free and it's great fun. Liverpool Live.